This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. By BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Wednesday. Ben Brown will join us. Pro Football Focus later in the show. We'll dive into Week 17 live movement, line movement in a couple minutes here. First, though, let's do it. Let's rank them. Top five teams of pro football right now. I believe last week for the first time. The three of us, when Aaron was here, we all had the same five teams. We had knocked the Cowboys mm. out collectively. We had the same five teams, obviously different order. We'll see where we go today. Um, certainly, I have a shakeup in mind. NFL Power Rankings, time for the Phoenix Weekly Pro Power Rankings, sponsored by GetMyPhoenix.com. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. All right, I'll start us off. I, I, I've shaken things up a little bit here. I can't ignore... Um, the streaks a couple teams are on. And, and again, when we do these, at least in my mind, it's always like right now, right? It's not all resume. It's like if they played this week, how would I rank them? So here's how I'm doing it. Number one for me, and it's I think it's eight straight victories now. I mean, this team has been incredible for a while, despite uncertainty at the most important position. I have the 49ers at number one. They're just rolling teams, and it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Wow. The number one team I have in the NFL right now is the San Francisco 49ers, well-coached on both sides. They're getting efficient quarterback play. They're running the ball at McCaffrey, and the defense is incredible. Number two, I have the Bengals. You know, the last couple weeks have been more choppy, but again, they keep winning and they keep covering. I mean, it's week after week after week, and Joe Burrow in December is lights out. He is just money. This was tough for me because I had them and number number three very close, and ironically – we're going to see this game coming up, and the spread on the game is about a point and a half. Number three, I have the Buffalo Bills. They deserve to be near the top. I, I know. I think I've dinged them more than you have this year, Joe. I just haven't been overwhelmed by how good they are. They're really good. They could win the Super Bowl. They could get to the Super Bowl. They're the number one seed right now. I do worry about their turnovers, though. They lead the NFL in giveaways. They are sloppy with the football, led by their quarterback, who just turns the ball over way too much, and he gets out of it most times because he's so talented and they're so talented. But I worry about their pass rush without Von Miller, and I worry about their turnovers in big games. I have the Bills at number three. At number four, I put the Eagles. This is the first time in a while I don't have the Eagles at one or two in these power rankings. I put, I put them at four uh, after the loss to Dallas. And, and really, this is primarily because of the injuries. Like, I don't know when Jalen Hurts will be 100% healthy. Lane Johnson is out for probably a significant period of time. They lose Avante Maddox. And – that's a lot to overcome. My right? It's a lot to overcome. They did not play their best football, four turnovers against the Cowboys. And now they may have to fight harder for a one seed than originally thought, which could impact the way things mm-hmm. go when we get to the playoffs. I still think they'll win this week. I think they'll be the one seed. Great chance to get to the Super Bowl. But I knock them down. Until I see Hurts back fully healthy, I knock them down from one to four. 
And at number five, I have the Chiefs. I mean, they keep winning. They have the MVP of the league right now at quarterback. They have a great coach. But I still yeah. think that defense is very suspect. And, and I think they'll lose to the Bengals or the Bills when they play them because I don't know if they could stop either of those offenses in a big spot. 49ers one, Bengals two, Bills three, Eagles four, Chiefs number five. The Cowboys had a good day, but I didn't let Gardner Minshew and four turnovers put them back in the top five. Like if they did that to the Eagles at full strength, sure, they'd be back in my top five. But I kept them out of it, and I went with the same five, just in a different order this week. All right. Well, we did not have uh, the same teams last week because I got a little crazy at five, but my plan worked to perfection. Oh, my yeah, plan I remember. was to put the Lions in at five before they lose to Carolina, and they got that ass beat against Carolina on uh, Saturday. Uh, so that was fun. Okay, so we have the same five teams, but in very different order. Like, okay. you, could, you could make the argument, like, it's a completely different list, uh, how far apart uh, these teams are. All right, you go San Francisco, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Philly, KC. Have them all, but in very different order. I'm keeping the Bills at number one. Number one point differential. They've won six in a row. At Chicago, they ended up taking care of business, running away with it in the second half of the game. I am concerned about the turnovers. But I think this is all ramping up to what we're going to see uh, coming up on Monday. And I cannot wait for Buffalo-Cincinnati. So Buffalo stays in my one spot. And this is where I ended up uh, maneuvering a lot of teams. Because I moved other teams down, I ended up putting the Chiefs at number two. I did hesitate on this. But as you mentioned, you have the best quarterback in the world. They're going to put up 35-40 any week that they want to. And we're coming off a week when they actually made some stops, holding the Seahawks to 10 points. I mean, that was a concern. Now, the Seahawks have been a roller coaster this season, how certain areas of the team have played, but not offensively. They've been a strong offense throughout. Like A lot of metrics would argue, hey, this is the top 10 offense all season long. And I agree with that. And they finally made some stops. So if they're going to play better on defense, you've got to upgrade them right away. So I got Bills and Chiefs 1-2. You're going to think this is funny because on the week that you downgrade your Eagles down to four and they're coming off a loss, I actually upgrade the Eagles. Mm. And maybe it's because of the other teams that I'm moving down. Right. But putting up that much against a struggling Dallas defense with a backup quarterback – I actually looked at that as a net positive. I understand the concerns about the injuries, but I'll get to that. I think there are there are teams that are in worse situations that are Super Bowl contenders than the Eagles right now, and and I'm thinking that those key components are going to be returned and they'll be ready for the divisional round, assuming the Eagles end up getting by in the playoffs, and I think they will. So I've got the Eagles number three. They've answered every question. You've got them one. I didn't. I was holding off because of Purdy. I had to put San Francisco number four, and and I'm ready to move them up quickly. I mean, what else do you have to say? They're like up for every award. Shanahan could get Coach of the Year. Purdy could actually get Offensive Rookie of the Year. CMC could, maybe should get comeback. Nick Bosa's probably going to be your Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, now they've won eight in a row, and where's the drop off been that? with Mr. Irrelevant. 
you know, the last quarterback, the last player drafted. We haven't seen it. So, I mean, there, even, even if Purdy is a question, which he will be until he does it in the playoffs, look everywhere else. They're so strong. And we're talking a lot about injuries with all of these teams. Not the Niners. Not the Niners. Early in the year, we were. And it looks like Debo's very close to returning. Doesn't mean he's going to be back this week. But it, it's looking like they're going to be very, very healthy once we get into the playoffs. Obviously not talking about Jimmy G. And I don't know that they're losing a ton without him. Uh, been high in the Bengals all year. I dropped them big time. I dropped them from two down to five. I think they were outplayed for the most part of the last couple of weeks. They could have lost easily. Probably should have lost to New England. Could have, should have lost to Tampa Bay, and now they've got the Buffalo game. Uh, there's a big element of luck, and the old standby was Bengals in the second half. Well, they looked awful in the second half this past week. And, Joe, like what we're seeing right now with the injuries, maybe it's going to come to a head this weekend because their best corner's been out for a little over a month now. Now they lose Lyle Collins for the rest of the season to a knee injury on Sunday, uh, Saturday. Um, now uh, pass rusher Sam Hubbard is going to be out for a number of weeks. Hendrickson still isn't healthy. Like really impactful players that we don't spend enough time talking about are going to be missing time for the Bengals. And I'm wondering if we're going to be uh, staring at Monday and it's a cluster injury situation, but nobody's really talking about it because the Bengals have won seven games in a row, finding ways to get it done. So I go Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, Bengals, uh, even though they won a big downgrade on the Bengals, slight upgrade on the Eagles, upgrade on the Niners, and uh, Bills stay in their spot. So it's, yeah. we have the same five, but in very different orders. Two things that jumped out to me about the discussion we just had. One, the Lyle Collins injury is a big deal in Cincinnati. It yeah. is. They, that offensive line finally came together, right? Like it was bumpy early, new guys in there. It came together, they protected Burrow better, and now they have to figure out what they're going to do at right tackles. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. The other one, and I looked at it this morning, I was amazed at how similar Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo's numbers are this year. <laughs> like, if I gave you a blind test and said who's who, you wouldn't be able to tell. Now, obviously, one guy's got more counting stats. He played 10 games. But 67.2%, 67%. 7.9 yards in attempt, 7.9 yards in attempt. Adjusted yards wow. per attempt, a 4.81. Yards per completion, Joe, 11.8, 11.8. He's performed like Jimmy – like, if Jimmy Garoppolo had played the whole time, would they be one on a lot of lists? I think they would be because we just say, wow, they're really good. Probably, probably. Yeah, it, it's this uncertainty, but he's getting – Shanahan's getting Garoppolo-like production out of Purdy. I mean, that's what he's getting for the past four weeks. There is one thing, though, I, I saw yesterday at Purdy, and it's interesting. I don't know when we're going to see this. Maybe it'll be the playoffs. He yeah. hasn't thrown a single pass trailing in a game yet. Right. It's, it's all been from ahead, right. which – Right. Probably continues for a little while here. I don't think they're going to trail. They might not trail the next couple of weeks. They probably won't trail the Giants in the playoffs or whoever in the first round. It might not be until, I don't know, the division round. He's down a touchdown in the game. I guess we'll find out then how he, how he handles that, that part of this whole thing. That's going to be different. That's going to be different. When the, when the heat is on, yep. when you've got to have a touchdown scoring drive right now, and they're going to throw some different looks at him, too, once we get to the playoffs. It's all going to change. And, but, hey, he's got one of the best coaches around on his side. Minnesota, 
They won again. How close were you? I mean, we have to at least put them in the next group, right? Like, we, we've kind of poo-pooed them all year. But yeah. Like, yeah. But how it, close it, were you to top five? Not really close. I, I didn't consider him for a second. <laughs> Was it close? I think it's hilarious. Um, I probably put Dallas ahead of them. Agree? Agree. So if we look right now at the odds to win the Super Bowl, Dallas would be sixth. The Vikings are seven. Now, do you think that's because people think the Vikings are good, or is there there's some sort of like they're they're already in the dance? They're going to have a home game or two to start the dance. Like, mm-hmm. how do we not like? It would be silly to have them in the twenties. I think they're nineteen to one right now in the marketplace. Dallas is going to have an easier wild card weekend than Minnesota. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Minnesota might face a team that uh, knows them very well if it's Detroit or if it's Green Bay. So, but what if it's like Washington? Is it easier? Should, what if it's the Giants? If it, is it easier? I don't know. But the, the Giants just played them really close up mm-hmm. in Minnesota. You just saw that game. So, I do think Dallas should be ahead of them. Is Minnesota Okay, now they have shorter odds because of their record because of the uh the home games that they're going to have, home gamer games in the play- playoffs, do you think they should have the same odds as the Ravens and Chargers? Are they on la- that level or better? I think because of their path, shouldn't their odds be a little shorter? Like Being they are, in the like, NFC, home games, home yes. Game. I mean, there is a chance. Let's just play this out. And I, I know we, not, neither of us really believe in Minnesota. But isn't there a chance – that Minnesota gets the two seed, plays whoever, right? Wins the, wins their home game, takes care of business. They get Brock Purdy in his first road playoff game in his in, in their second game at home in Minnesota. And then what if Jalen Hurts' shoulder gets rebanged up and they're playing Gardner Minshew in the NFC title game? Yeah. Yeah. I was talking uh, about this with some Vikings fans or Vikings backers yesterday, actually. And it's like, I I understand – the, concern, the concerns that are out there and the luck factor, one score wins, all that stuff. It's also context. Like, they made a massive upgrade at head coach, and I'm sure culture, and the front office changes had something to do with that as well. The defensive numbers are worrisome, but it's, you know, there, there are also some, some, el- some other elements going on with this team that are positive. It's not all negative. I feel like sure. the conversation around this team is that, Everything is negative. Uh, the defense is bad. I mean, that's that's the killer there. But there are some real positive elements, and there is something to winning close games. And they do have some really skilled players on offense. And Cousins, by the way, is on a tear right now, and nobody's talking about it. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I think about three or four weeks ago I mentioned that last year Stafford wasn't great the whole season. But then it clicked, right? That That offense clicked for him, and he got on a heater – and then obviously that went through the playoffs. I feel like Cousins is getting on that heater right now. Now, I don't know if they're going to go and win a Super Bowl, but like you go to, to since what, the New England game on Thanksgiving? If you just go back yeah. to there, he has, he's basically completing 70% of his passes and a 106 passer rating. He's been lights out for five weeks now. Right. Um, yeah, that was that was a three touchdown, one interception game against New England. So if we look at his last five games, that's where we're going. Seventy percent complete, thirteen touchdowns, three interceptions, 
a 107 rating. He's on a heater. Yeah, he, he does this. He'll get on these. Uh, it'll be interesting this week when they play Green Bay in Lambeau. We'll look at Week 17 games line movement for the league next right here on the BetQL Network.